On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. We are just weeks away now from the return of Newman Jets basketball at the Fugate Gymnasium. The season opening for the Jets on the road, however, with a trip to Minneapolis to play Concordia St. Paul, the alma mater of a certain fifth-year men's basketball head coach here at Newman, Mr. R.J. Allen. Thank you for being back on the show. Appreciate it so much. Thanks for having me. This is episode 48 of the JetCast. Coach, how excited are you to be back at it here uh, in a season that we're hoping is going to be maybe a little bit closer to normal this season? Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be back at it. Um, you know, it's, it, it's good to kind of have that feel again that the, the anxiousness the excitement um you know it's all positive and and, and like you see you kind of watch what's going on around you you see the nba you see college football mm-hmm. you see the nfl and you and it looks normal again yeah somewhat. so well I, I was gonna ask you about that do you feel like we're approaching some level of normality i know that it's not you know maybe back to 2019 or you know anything like that but it it, it feels like we're getting closer to that it does it does and and that's what we're all hoping for and and hopefully we can you know, continue to move in that direction. So uh, again, it's been it's been uh, you know refreshing to kind of see you know packed stadiums and and people enjoying uh, athletic events again. Four and eighteen last season in the twenty twenty pandemic year, and I know that you and I have talked so much you know in your office about this. You know that people will look at that record and. If you really watched all of your games last year, you guys were about a whisker from being a 500 team uh, each of the last two years, honestly. What's the lesson that you hope that your guys brought with them from last season, the last two years from those games that's going to help you turn the corner this year? Yeah, um, you know, like you said, we we talk a lot um, in the fall and even with the guys that were coming back over the summer of just the attention to detail, uh, executing down the stretch, uh, your preparation, really uh, the kind of the motto that we've took on is everything matters. Everything, everything that you do matters. And it's, it's building daily habits uh, so that you can rely on those habits when, you know, the game is on the line and, and making sure that those habits are good habits. So, uh, you know, when you're, when you're coming into a year and, and you have a lot of new guys like we did a year ago, it's one thing to kind of tell them, you know, what what's ahead of them uh, versus them actually going through it. And, and the nice thing about this group is that you got a handful of guys that, you know, when you're trying to explain to the group like, hey, your preparation is extremely important, finishing plays, finishing possessions. You know, there's five, six, seven guys back there nodding their head like, yeah, that's true. That's true. We got to be better. So that's that's been nice. And so hopefully that, you know, leads to, 
us kind of turning the corner a little bit. One thing that we had talked about last year was the fact that you guys really didn't have any time to adjust because you you jumped right into a late start. However, there was no preseason. It was right into the gauntlet of the MIAA to begin. You do get a preseason this year. You're playing in a preseason exempt tournament up again up in Minneapolis, so it's, it's a much more regular schedule. How important do you think getting that preseason is going to be for this year's group? Uh, it's vital. I think it's vital any year. That Every year? Yeah, you're able to, to have a preseason again. It's just, you know, you need the competition, especially going into the league like we're in. Um, you want to try to build some momentum. Uh, you want to have an opportunity to fix things uh, mm-hmm. that, that may not necessarily be, be working. Um, and, and I feel like the preseason, the non-conference, is a great time for you to make those adjustments, um, to give guys opportunities uh, before you're just kind of thrown into the gauntlet uh, of league play. So for us, you know, I, I think it's going to be vital. Um, you know, for us, it's it's you don't never – I guess I shouldn't say that. You you never, um, you know, put all your eggs in one basket, I guess I'm trying to say, in, in your non-conference. But, uh, you know – You can't you, put too much on one game. Yeah, you, you can't. But at the same time, you want to win games. <laughs> Of course. Um, you you want to win those games and try to build some momentum. So there's kind of a fine line of, of how you approach You've it. done that before. The, your first year didn't have a very good non-conference season at all, but then, you know, found something after Christmas when I think 10-6 and six in the Heartland and you were the Heartland Conference Coach of the Year. So it, it, it can be – it's not – obviously you don't want to, you know, do that every year, but it, it can work out. And I know that even though that was a 500 team, um, you still consider that to be a very successful season. Yeah, Absolutely. It it was, you know, we kind of took our bumps early and, you know, grew as a team. And and as coaches, we made adjustments. Um, And so from there, like we, we just stayed after it and it clicked and we were able to win some games. Coming up next here on the JetCast, we've got Brandon Bunn, who was a big part of the Jet offense, second leading scorer last year for the team, and he's their leading returning scorer off last year's team. And we'll also have head coach Ryan Smith of Newman Wrestling. That's all coming up on the show here in a little bit. And getting back to Brandon Bunn, a guy who last year was a big-time three-point threat, had that amazing game coming out to start his career against Missouri Southern very early in the year. Did have some dips and struggles like most new players to the MIAA do but for the most part thought he really locked in led you in steals last year as well so he did give you some defensive help and now obviously coming back he's one of the big time playmakers that you'll have off of last year's team that's returning who kind of knows what the MIAA is all about how important is he his leadership and his experience going to be to this year's team yeah you just said it it's it's experience uh here's a guy that's been through the league uh, played a lot minutes for us a year ago and just like I said he's one of those guys that's like yeah everything matters you know Uh, your prep matters your attention to detail matters and even for him he's still learning Um, he's still growing he's great he's been very coachable Uh, he wants to get better so uh, he's going to be a big part of what we do and uh, you know we're going to need him to perform well. It seems like this year you've got a a blend of new and old players maybe more of an even blend than we've seen in the past I know that um, 
last year it was it seemed like you had a pretty much a whole new team. Yeah. This year, you do have quite a few new players, but you do have quite a blend of experienced guys coming back, some of them with more experience than others. Some are like Brandon Bunn that come back that played a lot and were a huge part of your success. Some were freshmen a year ago and kind of dipped their toes in the water and now obviously hoping they're going to get more playing time and earn more minutes this year. How do you feel like this team blends together between the new pieces that you've brought in, some freshmen, some transfers, and the experienced guys you have back? Yeah, we're, we're kind of in that process right now, trying to figure it all out. Um, you know, it's those guys playing together, building chemistry, uh, us as coaches trying to figure out, you know, what works, who plays well together. You know, in a perfect scenario, they all play well together. Sure, and, and that's the that's the goal that that you're striving for. Uh, you know, but we're we're in that we're in the midst of that right now of of just kind of seeing how it all fits together and and new guys and and returners building chemistry and and playing to each other's strengths. So um hopefully we we get there sooner than later um but but we are working on that right now well and i've i've stopped popped my head in practice a couple of times and uh, if you like transition basketball that's kind of become this guy's brand over the last few years and uh it seems like in practice you guys are definitely getting it up and down the court again uh what do you like about the up-tempo style of play that you've kind of cultivated here over these last three years and how are you trying to refine it and maybe add in a couple new twists this year yeah, I, I mean, I just feel like it fits our team um, specifically this year. Just being a, a team that you know has some uh, guys with the ability on the perimeter, uh, I think it, it tailors to their game. Uh, so we want to try to get the ball out and put pressure on teams in transition as much as we can. Uh, we feel like that that plays to our advantage a little bit rather than just maybe playing more so in the half court. So I think you got to you know find a balance between the two um but but still play to your strength so that's you know kind of contradictory a little bit but it, you know that's what we try to we're trying to figure out and and try to do with our guys and so um you know twist as far as what we do you know i think there's a lot of those that have seen us play in the past you know there there's a lot of similarities to what we've done in the past but you know we're you know just trying to maybe find guys that have opportunities to to score in space or put them in certain situations and I think that changes year in year out based on your personnel and I think also not only is it just changing personnel but the personnel that you have can also change what I mean by that is guys will mature guys will grow up so a role that a player had as a freshman will maybe be different than in sophomore and junior which kind of leads me into my next question about your big men DeAndre Johnson and Tracy Jones, a couple of guys who have kind of been working their way back from injuries. Tracy Jones got to come in, really kind of missed most of last year. And certainly, and, and you said when you put him in, it's like, you know, if we were going to burn a red shirt off him this year, we would not play him. But he wanted to come in and play. It was a free year, give back year from coronavirus. So he comes in, second half of the year. And then DeAndre Johnson still trying to bounce back from that amazing start that he had a couple of years ago. Then his unfortunate knee injury, trying to feel that back. We're where do you feel like those two guys are? And if they're both 100%, what kind of a difference maker will that be for your team? It's huge um, to have those guys with, with experience. Um, they're both older that have played at a high level. Um, you know, to have two of those guys 
you know, 100% healthy, that would be, you know, huge for us. And, and you know, DeAndre's been great. He's, he's working, um, you know, and I think a lot of his uh, – you know, development to getting back to where he once was is is just the confidence uh, in his knee and, and, and that, and that takes time. But he's been terrific. Uh, you know, he's probably been the most vocal he's been since he's been here. Uh, he kind of knows what's going on. So he, we kind of look at him like, you know, the big brother um, type for the basketball team. And so he's working on that. And, and Tracy is, 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 is still um, – you know, working to get back, and and he hasn't been with us yet as far as practicing goes. Uh, you know, he had a minor setback over the summer, so he's still rehabbing and, and getting back to you know his his self. And if we can get him this year, that would be that'd be huge for us. One guy you are going to get this year that local Wichita fans are going to be excited to see is Israel Barnes, the former Wichita Southeast Golden Buffalo, transferring in from Texas Permian Basin, was at the Division One level for a couple of years. Uh, he's also Kind of trying to work back from an injury, did not actually get to play for the Falcons in the Lone Star Conference, a former Heartland Conference rival. Now you'll remember those big – it's always seemed like whenever you guys played, they would have – at least three guys who were 6'9 and 280 on their team. I don't, I don't know what that was, but it seemed like they always had those huge guys on their team. Yeah, they did. They. I, don't, I don't remember. I don't know why that always happened, but <laughs> every time Bernie and I walk into the gym and, like, God, they're so huge. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm with you. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, but they always had guys. They just were so talented um you know group and yeah they were always just big but yeah. you you're, you're getting to poach a falcon for yourself and turn him into a jet um how did this come about and how excited are you to have israel barnes and obviously if you followed city league basketball at all while he was here you know the kind of exploits and the great southeast basketball teams that he played on here for the golden buffaloes in the city league yeah you, um yeah he had a he had a phenomenal high school career uh here in wichita and comes from a basketball family um i think his his uncle Val played, you know, for Iowa, one of the all-time greats, and and put up big numbers in the Big Ten. And his dad was a really good player, and and is grew up in Wichita and had a phenomenal career. Like I said, and it was a late situation. I think his his coach left, uh, you know, towards the towards the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we were actually getting ready to go back to school, and it just kind of all came about. And uh, you know, the situation arose, and it worked out for us, and and it made sense. So he was able to come closer to home and 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 you know play for our program. So it was a good situation, and he's he's been great. He's banged up a little bit right now battling turf toe but you know we'll we'll get him back soon and uh you know when we've had him he's been really really good well, yeah, it's certainly excited to see and hope to see some of you Golden Buffalo fans out here uh, to watch Israel as well this season. Uh, I know that one thing we talked about a lot last year that you felt needed to improve was the team defense. What are the things that you're working on to try to get better defensively and, and not put as much pressure on your offense this season? Yeah, uh, hopefully having the opportunity, you know, this time of the year to work together as a team, um, hopefully, you know, pays dividend to – to our defense, you know, point blank period. We just, we, we've been able to, to work on it more. Um, it, it's been an emphasis, uh, you know, in the preseason of just being better um, team defense wise. So hopefully we, we, we see that pay off uh, as, as we start the year. I, I think our defense is, is, you know, ahead of where it was a year ago. So, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Final question for you, goals for the season. 
doesn't have to necessarily be a wins and loss total. Obviously, you want to win more games than last year, but so does every coach. It, it, what do you? What metric do you put on for this year's team in order to say, okay, this is what we've done to turn things around to get better this year? We have gotten better. Maybe even if the record doesn't show it, you can say after the season, you know what, we're closer to being where we want to be. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, for us, it's it's getting better every single day. Like that's that's what it is every day. And our approach, our preparation, um, you know, the guys growing up and maturing. Uh, that's that's where we want to improve uh, in every aspect. And hopefully, you know, winning becomes the byproduct of doing the things, doing the right things daily, and building those good habits. So, you know, I'm I'm not a big numbers guy I'm not going to say hey we, we want to win X amount of games uh, you want to win every game you step on the floor sure. like that's that's a given so that's that's the goal um, you know but the goal within the goal is just improving every single day building those habits uh, building these guys building these young men uh, to be better in every aspect of their life and, and work towards graduation and all the things that, that come with being a student athlete. And you're going to hear him say it more than once this year, playing to the standard. And the first chance will be coming up here in just a few weeks at that preseason exempt tournament up there in Minneapolis uh, there in November on the 12th, road trip for the Jets to play Concordia St. Paul. They'll play the next day against Southwest Missouri, uh, Minnesota State up there in Minneapolis. Coach, looking forward to this season. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Brandon Bunn will be joining us next. Big time junior shooting guard off last year's team when we return on the Jetcast. When remodeling your kitchen or purchasing a new home, choosing the right countertops can often be intimidating. Trust the quartz and granite experts at Keystone Solid Surfaces to work with you every step of the way, from design to installation. Keystone Solid Surfaces fabricates and installs the highest quality quartz and granite countertops. So remember, when you're ready for new countertops, the key is Keystone. Keystone Solid Surfaces. Call 316-778-1566. That's 778-1566. Or go online to keystonesolidsurfaces.com. Jets getting set to retake the basketball court here in just a few short weeks, opening up the season at a preseason exempt tournament at Concordia St. Paul on November 12th. Big part of the Jets team this year will be Brandon Bunn, a returning junior shooting guard. Kind of feels like you're a senior, but didn't advance the classes due to coronavirus. Out of the Bronx, 12 points per game last year for the Jets. The leading returning score off last year's team, he was second on the Jets in points per game last season, shot 43% from the three-point line, and also led the team with 24 steals. Brandon Bunn, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Well, off-season for you guys, I have to imagine, was way different this past season than it was the season before with, I guess, less protocols. You already nodded your head. How different was it for you personally? Um, last year, we, we quarantined most of the time, so we weren't even around each other like that. So it's a big difference, you know, not a lot of um, distractions. How how do you feel like the team might be able to come together a little bit better now that you're not having to quarantine so much? Um, not being not playing basketball for a little while and then coming back is a, is a big thing. You know, we get to work out every day, uh, get better, so it's – we should be able to be fun. In, in the off season, how did you blend, obviously, wanting to work on your game, get better? But I have to imagine for you student-athletes, last year was kind of mentally taxing, having to go through all the protocols, all the testing, and are we going to play, are we not going to play each and every week? It seemed like you guys got most of your quarantines done 
before the season started. And once the season started, you were mostly good through the whole year. Mm-hmm. Didn't have that many uh, quarantines or, or problems once the year started. Mm-hmm. But in the offseason, how did you try to, to balance that, that, you know, working on your game, but also trying to refresh yourself mentally? Um, uh, not too much mentally. I mean, I really just tried to work on my game. I didn't feel like I had the, the a good season last year to me personally. I, I didn't think I did as well as I should have. In what ways do you feel like you didn't quite meet your own expectations? I mean, I, I didn't. We didn't win enough games for me. I didn't, I didn't think we won enough games, and it was that simple. Because you, you did have good numbers individually, but you know, obviously, it is all about the team and a team sport, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yes, sir. Well, last season. You guys were really close in so many games. Mm-hmm. What it was one possession. I think you guys played in 11 single-digit games, and I think there were so many that were within two possessions in the last minute. So what do you take confidence from? Because you guys did have good performances. You guys were down 21 to Missouri Southern, mm-hmm. came back, had a three at the end to tie it. And you guys going to Northwest Missouri for 30 minutes of that game. I mean, not the last five or the first five, but in that middle 30 minutes, you guys were the better team against the number one team in the country. So there's things you have to take confidence from, I think. What do you take confidence from from last year while realizing that you still need to work and improve to get better? We're right there. Um, we're not too far behind. Um, he's got to finish. Everything's about finishing this year. Finish. Finishing in terms of, like, finishing the play at the basket, finishing. I, I, one thing that Coach Allen talked about was how much attention to detail you have to have in this league. Yeah, we're trying to finish everything on and off the court, no matter what it is. Finish the play, finish your work, just finish everything we're doing. You are one of the experienced guys. Last year, there were so many new players. It seemed like the whole roster was almost new. Mm-hmm. This year, there's a little bit more of a blend. There are players returning like you, Jorge, other guys, DeAndre Johnson, Tracy Jones that are coming back who have been in the, in the battles before. Mm-hmm. And there are some new guys as well who have come in and some that have experience but just not at Newman. How do you think you all are gelling together? Um, we're still learning. We're still figuring each other out, but – uh, having older guys like AJ and Israel, you know, that, that makes it a little easier. But we also have some new guys who got a lot of talent like like Van and um, and Stevie. And we got a lot of new guys that, you know, that are talented too. So we should be able to be fine. What do you feel like the leadership role is for you personally on this team? It's for every every person. It's not just for me. It's for everybody. Really? Yeah. I don't know if – is that is it like that on every team or is this something that's unique to Newman? I mean, every team that I've been on, everybody has to hold each other accountable. Every team that I've been on that's been good. Yeah? Yeah. So the, the you know, because, like, you, you look at a team like, I don't know, like Cleveland yeah. when LeBron was there. Mm-hmm. LeBron's the unquestioned leader of, of that team. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it has to be that way for every team. What do yeah. you like about having everybody accountable? That even if the person that is supposedly the leader, that he has to be held accountable as well. You know, if – if, say I am the leader. If I'm falling behind, I have somebody that can help me, that can make sure that I'm doing what I got to do. Fair enough. Defensively, you were the top, as I said, top thief on the team. You had the most steals. Mm-hmm. What have you been working on to try to get better defensively? Coach Allen has said, you know, team defensively. You guys did make plays, but mm-hmm. you've got to be able to, to lock down better defensively overall this year, and that's one of the things that you've been working on in practice. What do you mm-hmm. feel like individually you can do to further that mission of trying to improve defensively as a unit? Um, take more pride in it. We gotta make sure we gotta take pride in it. We gotta be upset when somebody scores in us, and we can't. We don't want nobody to score in us. It's really that simple. Final question for you: What are your goals for the season for yourself individually, and what goals do you have for the team this year? 
I mean, individually, it don't really matter to me right now. We have to win basketball games. Uh, we literally have to that's win it. That's it. Okay. I mean, that's a simple goal. The Jets will have their first chance to win a basketball game coming up in November as they travel to Minnesota. Thank you so much, Brandon Bunn, junior guard out of the Bronx on this team. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate Thank it. You. Appreciate it. We'll be back with Coach Smith of Wrestling right after this on the JetCast. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Wrapping up the JetCast here with you on this week of the show, and we are getting set for our fall sports previews as we go into winter sports with wrestling in his 18th year at Newman University. Ryan Smith is back to lead the Jets, and they are opening up their winter season late this fall on November 6th with the red and blue duel as they get set for the regular season. That's a 5 p.m. match on November 6th here at Fugate Gymnasium. Coach Smith, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having us, Blake. Did you say 18 years? 18th year. That is what the website says. Wow. Uh, does it feel like you've been here that long? No, I still feel 25 years old. <laughs> of course he of course he does. Uh, last <laughs> season, obviously, was a bit of an anomaly. Uh, it's such a strange year with everything that went on. And, and obviously, you know, mentally for you guys, I know that you're still reeling from not getting that chance to wrestle those two guys for a national championship back at the 2020 national championship. How is the offseason for you and the guys and, and – how do you think we're approaching more normality as, as we continue to navigate our way through this new era? Well, I think um, – I don't know if you've really – I don't know if you're really back to a sense of normal yet. I mean, obviously, everything going in the community, in the state, nation. Um, but, I mean, as far as training-wise in the summers these guys have, I mean, nothing changed there. I mean, they're getting in there every day, and they're they're going to work and working on what they need to do. and. Um, as the coaching staff is doing the same, you know, just doing what we need to do to make sure we're, you know, it's the same thing every year. It's you just making sure you're one step better, you know, two steps better each year. So last year, three and seven, I know you had some close matches early in the season, ended up with a real big blowout win for you to end the season against Central Missouri. As you think back to last season, I know that there were some matches that you thought you wrestled well in, just weren't good enough to win, and some others that maybe if a couple of things could have been different could have flipped your way. What's your lasting impression of 2020-2021? Well, I think, you know, we were right there in a lot of in a lot of cases, like you said there, as far as duel-wise. I mean, I think there were three or four duels I, that we probably lost by five or six points, which is just kind of a swing match there. You know, if one little thing goes our way, um, you know, it changes the whole outcome. Um, you know, we, just like, just like every year, I mean, we're, we're moving forward. We're going to, we're going to pick up the pieces and we're going to, we're going to move on. And then moving on to this year, uh, you do have some returners who are back. Who do you think are going to be the guys that you're going to have to rely on this year in those close matches? Well, I mean, you can't, you can't leave off Cameron frame. He's back for his fifth year, um, or his fourth year at Newman university, and then Ivan Blavage, I mean, those, those two guys right there are our regional place winners um, this last year. And then, you know, there's key starters out there, Jake Patch, Baylor Smith, uh, J.D. Johnson, Nate Panagakis. I mean, we're going to rely on those guys. And then a guy that you haven't heard anything about um, just because of shoulder surgery last year is a guy by the name of Garrett Lang. You know, he's a JUCO All-American, haven't seen him wrestle yet. 
um, you know, in a Newman singlet, but hopefully you get that opportunity here in the next few weeks. Well, you kind of went down to my next question, some newcomers that maybe you expect to contribute. Any of these freshmen, you've got eight freshmen on this roster, so it seems to be a younger squad. I don't know if it feels that way compared to some other teams that you've had, but Anybody in this freshman fleet of Jets that you think might have a chance to, to score some points yeah, for you? Yeah, you're, you're always scared to throw them out there, um, you know, <laughs> until you get, to get a chance to throw them to the Wolves a little bit. But, um, you know, three out of those three out of those seven or eight, um, you know, there's three state finalists there, two state champs, you know. Um, DeAndre Brown, I mean, we expect a lot out of him. He'll be battling Chadwick Stahl, local Mulvane kid. And then, um, you know, a name that might look familiar, Jace Fisher. You know, that's um, Coach Fisher's cousin mm-hmm. so um finally got a finally got our next wave of some fishers in here sure. so um you know it'll it'll be a fun ride when you have a younger team and you have guys who don't have quite that on that experience and there are some really good some really good wrestling programs in the MIAA, when you think about Central Oklahoma and Nebraska Kearney, there are some top-tier programs. Do you have to manage your team differently when you have more youth versus maybe the last few years when you've been uh, had a little bit more experience on the mat? You just got to make sure they trust the you know the process. Um, you know, don't get too far ahead. It's just like you know. You know, it's just like your freshman year of high school, your freshman year of college. It's not much different. I mean, you you got to remember, you got to remember, there's a starting point for everything. Um, so that's the, that's the biggest thing, just trusting that process and and knowing we're going to have you where you need to be by the end of the year. I know that we talked a little bit about the normality and and kind of how we're trying to reapproach that and 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 trying to figure out what the best way to do everything now is in the post 2020 era. How do you feel like the prep for your season has been going and how are the protocols now compared to maybe what they were a season ago well we thought we were doing pretty good until about a week ago but um we started i mean we're back we're back to our normal routine so um we might have relaxed in some areas where because there was there were some things we liked about last year um during the covid year what did you like just just the fact that we were able to be more relaxed for about a you know a, a 45 day period where we weren't just going guns blazing um so it just made it made somewhat of the preseason a little more enjoyable i think for about everybody um and then of course that shortened season so we're we're doing some things a little bit different this year than where we haven't in the past um you know we're starting we're set we're taking a weekend off the the red and blue duel is is normally a tournament weekend for us so we'll see if we'll see how how it ends up i mean next year we might do it we might go back to the old way of doing things um and then we're we're starting with a duel there right out of the gate um, versus Indianapolis down at Central Oklahoma the the fourteenth. So, um, you know, it, it just gives you an opportunity to change some things up. So yeah, and you are doing that this year. And I don't know if this is a change. I feel like you guys have done some sort of things like this as well. But coming up on Saturday, you're hosting a trap shoot here in the Wichita area. Coming up here in a few days, uh, I believe that's in Andale, if I'm not mistaken, or, or Garden Plain. What are the two? Tell us about this event and if people want to get involved and help support the wrestling program, how they can do that. Yeah, absolutely. So we got um, we bought six thousand clays the other day. We found a couple throwers. Um, this isn't the first time we've done this. This is, um, it would have been the fifth annual, um, fourth annual, I guess, if you skip the COVID year in there. So it's just something we've been doing the last few years. It's an opportunity, not really to raise, you know, a bunch of money. We do a, we do a chili feed for donation only. Um, so we'll have that going on at 
5.30 on Saturday. The trap shoot actually starts at 4.30. And we've got a set of lights out there, so we'll shoot into the night. And Outstanding. For, for those guys that are that are into it, and it should be a fun night. Uh, the weather is looking like it's going to be fantastic for, for clay shooting this weekend. I know. I mean, skip, skip your Halloween parties this year and, <laughs> and come out and, um, you know, knock off a couple shells with us. So. What, what, what is, uh, what's your, your uh, firearm of choice? Oh, I'm not. I'll, I'll bring a shotgun out there, but I'm, I have no idea what I have in my no, gun safe. No, not, not not that not that kind of a a guy. No, I got a I got a few guns in there, but I don't have I don't have a I'm not a I'm not a over the top type of. I mean, me neither. I mean, honestly, Remington 870 12 gauge has been working really good. Yeah. For, the pump action's been working really good for me. Uh, Red and blue duel coming up on November 6th. Oh, before I, I forget, because I do want to give people an opportunity to get in touch with you. If somebody wants to come out and shoot, can they still register? If people want to just donate to the program, how, how do they get in touch with you for more information? Yeah, absolutely. You can always shoot me an email, smithry at newmanu.edu. Um, Call my cell phone. I mean, the events on Facebook. Perfect. Um, Newman, Re- Newman Wrestling page. Newman has Wrestling. It. Absolutely. We've been sharing it like crazy. So there's no registration. You basically just show up. Okay. So. And also, you can follow Newman Jets Wrestling on Twitter as well at Newman Wrestling. So that's another great way to keep in touch with the program. Red and Blue Duel, as you mentioned, kind of taking the place of a normally scheduled match. Uh, this will be kind of an inner squad match like it normally right. is. Uh, so you'll see Jets wrestling jets in this uh, red and blue duel on the 6th at 5 o'clock. What do you want to get out of that? You're taking, obviously, I don't know if I want to say a risk, but you're, you're, you're being a little experimental here, doing it at this time of the season. You always have the red and blue duel. What do you want to see out of this duel? What are you looking for? What do you want the guys to get out of this competition? Well, it's just a chance. I mean, we're going to have these guys somewhat closer to a, to a more of a training weight, you know, where they're going to wrestle that following weekend. So, Number one, need to make sure they're getting their weight under control, being disciplined there, and just giving them a chance to be in kind of an official environment. So, you know, it'll, they'll be out. That'll be the first time they're they're on a they're on a college mat in some cases. Um, with You'll an, have officials with an official. Um, so, I mean, just really that opportunity to get out there and and, and battle a seven minute go and 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 see where the cards fall. Final question for you: goals for this season. As you mentioned, you've got a couple of really nice returners coming back, a couple of newcomers coming in that you think are going to be big difference makers. What's your goal for this season? Do you have a goal for this team? Where do you want to see them as we turn the calendar over into the end of February? Yeah, I mean, our, our goal is kind of two-segment. I mean, you're going to get, we're, going to, we're going to end our first semester at the, the Midwest Classic in Indianapolis. Um, so let's, let's come back there with a couple of placers. Um, which is almost our mini national tournament. And, you know, we've only had two guys go to the national tournament. Let's get three there. Let's bring back, let's bring back three trophies. Hey, let's, um, let's hang, maybe know. hang another banner. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's some cats in there that could do it. So Okay. So Newman Wrestling, once again, the red and blue duel on November 6th at 5 o'clock. Or go out and shoot shotguns with this guy on Saturday. Do that with you as well. Ryan Smith. One more thing, boy. Oh, yeah, go for it. So red and blue duel on November 6th. We'll start that at 5 o'clock. Then we got an alumni social that's going to start oh, okay. at 6.30. So um, hopefully Where, where's the social going to be? It's over there in the alumni center okay. in, um, in the library. So okay. looking, forward to, looking forward to not only seeing some wrestling there, uh, but also getting the chance to kind of get back in front of the, 
the old guys, you know, tell some old war stories. Yeah, so come on back, come to the duel, go over to the uh, to the Dugan Conference Center afterwards. Should be a fantastic opening day for wrestling here at home, and the regular season will start just a few days after that. Ryan Smith is 18th year at Newman, and we'll be having a wrestler on the next week of the JetCast, so stay tuned for that. Coach, good luck this season. All right, thanks, Blake. Well, that is it for this week. We'll be back next week again looking at our winter sports previews, talking women's basketball, and we'll have more wrestling on the show, so we'll see you then. So until then, Blake Cripps saying, go Jets.